G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz and this is episode number 25 of the Outback Mine podcast. Timothy Wolfe is a young man that uh, I have along with us today. Timothy, some of you may know if you're in uh, the southern parts of Australia, but he's an up-and-coming musician. Um, was recently featured in the Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, he's a magnificent voice, just a beautiful voice that uh, is very, very rare. Uh, but I was really keen to uh, to get Tom to uh, sorry Tim on to talk about his own journey and sort of where life's taken to uh, taken him till now, mental health challenges and all the things that. Uh, uh, are experienced by a young fellow in this in this modern time and modern day and age. So I'm sure you're going to get a lot of our a lot from our conversation. Just wanted to make a special mention of Green Nutritionals, which is supporting this podcast. Uh, really encourage you to jump onto their website, greennutritionals.com.au, if you'd like to improve your health and well-being through your diet. So this organisation makes some really potent superfoods that support well-being, physical and mental well-being. So. If you could support them uh, by by helping them support us uh, through this podcast would be awesome. So jump on and check them out. Hope you enjoy my conversation with Tim. I'm sure you'll get lots of uh, lots of advice, whether you're uh, lots of good advice, whether you're young or old, uh, from this conversation. He's such a beautiful, beautiful, and inspirational young man. Timothy Wolf, welcome to the Outback Mind podcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Aaron. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. No worries. I'm very grateful uh, for you coming on and, and sharing your story, mate. So I've heard lots about you and uh, I was really keen to get you on to talk about uh, your life as a young man, obviously growing up in the country in Terrelgan and uh, country or Gippsland area, country Victoria, but uh, also, you know, sort of how life's sort of taken you, the twists and turns and everything to where you are now and sort of the great work you're doing, mate. So... Thank you very much for coming along. I'd, I'd like you to um, you know, talk, talk the listeners through a bit about your upbringing, um, sort of what that was like for you and sort of how life's evolved uh, to where you are now, mate. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, you know, life yeah, definitely has its twists and turns. Um, I grew up in a, in a, a country family, uh, you know, farming potatoes. Yeah. Um, and it was about the right age of four years old that I didn't think I was cut out to work on a farm. I'm too soft. Um, but yeah. I know um, the feeling. Yeah. No, I've uh, yeah, inherited music, um, I think, from my mum's side. I've always, you know, uh, been drawn towards that. But yeah, um, spent 10 to, well, yeah, 20 years of my life down in the country uh, growing up. Um, which was, yeah, um, fantastic. Moved up to the city, been up here for the last six years pursuing that kind of music drive. And, um, yeah, no, I've been, been loving the adventure. So is mum and dad still on the farm? No, they're, um, they're, they're all done with that, I think. They're just finishing up, doing some teaching. And, um, yeah, kind of based in Druin now, kind of like a halfway. Uh, all of us boys, my brothers are up in the city um yeah so that way we can kind of be between their worlds of like you know Trelgan and um Something yeah us in the city do you know what druin's famous for what druin is famous for yeah. I, I have no idea <laughs> the ablets so the what sorry the, the ablets you may not have uh heard of the ablets being a, a musician but uh the ablets are a famous footballing family 
Yeah. Yeah, so a bit of research there for you. Gary Ablett. Do a bit of research on Gary Ablett. And, uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, well, yeah, we good. know Gaz. What's that? <laughs> well, yeah, well, we love Gaz. Oh, the, the, young, the young Gaz, well, his father was from Druin. His dad, he, yeah. he was Gary as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I've yes. got you. I did not know that that's where they originally came from. Yeah, at that area. So a strong foot, footballing family. I think six brothers, a few of them played AFL and so forth. And uh, probably similar to yourself, but on the farm, I think, with potatoes and that sort of thing. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mate, um, so talk us through it. So, so you know, I know you and I had a discussion about your mental health journey and, uh, you know, what that sort of looked like. Uh, and I'd like you to, you know, really dive deep into that, but also talk about any other experiences you had with people in your community that were sort of struggling, possibly. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, as a, I'm 20, 27 now, mental health is um, something that, you know, I've tried to teach myself to, to be constantly checking, checking in on, um, you know, working in the music industry. It's, it's full of lows and highs. I feel like you have to be, quite emotionally sensitive, whether it be in like your songwriting and connecting with people, but um, that can take a toll on yourself. Um, it hasn't always been that way uh, for me though, you know. Um, I feel like, you know, whether it was growing up in a city or growing up in the country, I don't know whether that would make any difference, but it was something that was never really spoken about. Mm. And um, between the years, I guess specifically of 20 to 24, I, um, had some real struggles just uh navigating the world for myself um uh you know kind of navigating my own self-awareness um what all that um looks like i you know saw myself as you know different from my family um and it was just something that i was trying to figure out and i didn't know how to check in on my mental health and i guess it was quite a few years down the track that i kind of you know maybe started to, to look inwards a little bit more and realize that I, I wasn't okay. Mm. Um, I still haven't uh, fully understood what it looked like uh, pulling myself out of that. I, I wish I had a little bit more self-awareness in that um, kind of state. I think it was maybe a natural thing of uh, growing, just growing older, growing more comfortable with myself. And um, as, you know, mental health became uh, more talked about, um, yeah, it was something that maybe I, I came to understand that this is this is a, a normal thing. This is okay. It was um, definitely a rehabilitative, um, you know, measure. I, I I wish that you know I could have you know in the eye of the the hurricane, have been able to maybe think and you know tangibilize this thing. Um, I guess that I was struggling with. Um, and yeah. I can talk about it quite comfortably now because it's something that I've been through. But for people um, going through it, I think it's the, the kind of double-edged sword where it's like the last thing you want to do is, is talk about it. But that kind of conversation is the thing that helps you move past it. Shift, yeah, absolutely. Uh, look, Tim, it's, it's really, really uh, pleasing to hear you speak uh, the way you have about that. Uh, you, you're very mature to be able to sort of understand this at 27. And, you know, I quite often talk about us, you know, not learning these skills through school. School's just very much uh, there to su help us uh, support the economy, I guess. It doesn't actually give us uh, the self-regulation tools to be able to manage our, 
well-being as we sort of uh, age and get older. And um, uh, it's one thing I'm really passionate about is to try and bring a prehabilitative approach into people's lives rather than a rehabilitative approach. So going and getting sorted out when something's wrong, learn the tools so you can be able to self-regulate and manage yourself a bit better, I guess. It's uh, mm. more sense, I, I think, at the end of the day. And, mate, um, you know, you, you're right. You're probably a square peg in a round hole with your family, as many people are, um, you know, because you, you've chosen music, I guess your family being farmers and maybe tradespeople and that sort of thing uh, may have seen what you were doing a bit funny. Uh, how was that for you? Yeah, they were always uh, incredibly supportive and um, the the me feeling like the square peg in a circle was definitely a self-imposed thought. I don't think it was one that was existing at all. They've never been anything but supportive and I'm really mm. so thankful for that. Mm. But it's... um. Yeah, just one of those ways that uh, sometimes things you can let things get twisted in your head that uh, may not be so um, present when you're not constantly checking in on them. Yes, yeah, it makes sense. Absolutely, I, I, I was, I, I felt the same, mate. To be honest, like, uh, um, yeah, it was always that sort of uh, form of distance to um, the way your parents were, I guess, but also very much like yourself i know that they had that reassuring love underneath all that but you may not have seen yourself going down the same path and um there's yeah. nothing nothing wrong with that you know i just think it's it's really important for parents to understand that that, that children uh, need to be able to um you know f- uh, create their own destiny where they're going and one thing that's um it's really come to me over the years is when you see a, a talent in a young person to be able to nurture that I guess school pretty much directs us down a pathway which may not, may not be aligned to our, our heart and our real, uh, real yearning and wanting. Did you find through school that that was there? Were you having to do um, things that you weren't really aligned with or were you able to sort of pursue music uh, as you uh, come through your formative years? Yeah, my formative years. I feel like school never really taught me to think for myself or what I did. Um, or like what I wanted to do, like to actively choose things, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't until like year 12, it was like, okay, I've been told what to do, uh, I guess, my whole life. And now it's like, oh, okay, now you want me to decide what I want to do for the next three years with a degree. Yeah. And I had absolutely no idea. Uh, I feel like I wasn't well equipped at all for that. Mm. Um, and, you know, music was something that I always understood. And I felt like, you know, I found value in it because, you know, maybe... Uh, Well, I enjoyed it and, you know, people seemed to respond well to what I was doing. Um, And it was just there. I feel like it was only, you know, 20 years, 20 to 25, 24. I probably never actively made a decision that music was something that I wanted to pursue. It was just something that came about as like a natural thing. Mm. Um, Yeah, but now, yeah, I'm I'm here now and I'm pursuing it as a career and that looks uh, very differently. But I... Yeah, wish I might have been more well-equipped um, in, yeah, choosing what I wanted to pursue at that kind of formative age. Yeah, yeah, if that had been sort of um, brought out in you and fostered and nurtured, um, you know, great. But, mate, I had Pete Murray on this podcast and he never picked up a guitar until he was, you know, 22. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then he never released his first album until he was 30, you know, so... There's no yeah. no real um, no real time limit. I think those those years after school probably helped you realise what you wanted to do, and, and that was obviously to pursue your passion. Mm. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I'm I'm so happy, content, and enjoying where I'm at on on my journey at the moment. 
I'm glad uh, almost that I didn't have the responsibility of, you know, maybe being further along in a musical career with an audience at the age of 22. Mm. Um, Could have got burnt you know, out really quick. Yeah, burnt out really quick. Maybe not the maturity to be able to handle uh, what it looks like, but um, I'm so happy and content uh, with where I'm at at the moment, what I'm looking towards. Um, I feel like it's a fine line between, you know, always wanting to look ahead to, to push and drive yourself to, to do more, but also just enjoying the process. Um, that's... I feel I know. I think I've come to terms with like that's, you know, a good a good recipe for career and life. And there's obviously more things to life than that. But yeah, I'm enjoying that uh, component of it. It's suiting you well, mate. How do you how do you go financially? Is there many peaks and troughs? I've never really understood how musicians actually do it. <laughs> yeah, man. I still I've definitely not got it all figured out at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I've uh, gotten myself. I have a few. Uh, venues that I book for so people get to you know come in and play gigs for for venues they can share some of their original works and um, play some covers as people uh, finish up having dinner and stay stay around for a drink so I do some of that stuff and then um, uh, playing for some people's weddings as well um, has been a nice way to support what I do and um, it's special that uh, I'm kind of come to a point where you know, I, I played a wedding yesterday and, um, you know, I got to play one of my songs uh, for the ceremony, which was cool. Um, yeah. That, yeah, people have you there for you, which is, um, yeah, which is which is really nice. Do you, um, like, I, I find it so rewarding, um, you know, like giving back, like uh, you're, you're giving back through your music and I, I do it through yoga and through meditation and that and just being able to help people feel, feel good and... and and that's part of the tra- the journey and the process. Do you find when you start playing, like people are a little bit sort of reserved and that, and then they're sort of not dancing or they're sort of not really listening much. But as time goes on, they start to to blend into it, and then all of a sudden they're they're letting go. Yeah, um, definitely slightly, and that's um, oh sorry to yeah to some extent. Um, but yeah, that's your your job as a performer, hey, to try and get people to to loosen up, like, um, I guess at the, the very foundation of musician, it's like as an entertainer to, mm. to make people enjoy themselves and, um, make people forget about, um, you know, I think of my original shows and uh, what, when we play, play songs for there, just to make people, just to make people forget that about their life problems and just enjoy themselves, put a, mm. put a smile on their face for the night. And if they're going away, uh, a bit more smiley than how they worked in, then I, I feel like I've done my job. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that, that's exactly right. And that, that's usually the outcome. Like people leave and they feel back to themselves again. You know, they, they start to feel uh, more centered and more home and grounded. And, uh, you know, that's yeah. the way I guess we're meant to be as humans. Humans, And you touched on the word enjoy. So you break that down to an I end. So I enjoy rather than enjoy. So they're actually in joy while they're actually in front of you. And, and that, that's really a high state of consciousness, you know. So to be able to have people in that, in that sense of real being, um, in that sense of fulfillment and, and, and joy is such a beautiful thing. And I just believe yeah. we, we, we're so disconnected from that as humans. We chase it through drinking or drugs or alcohol, or alcohol obviously, but um, uh, external things. But there's really ways that we can we can tap into feelings of joy every day if we actually 
provide ourselves space to do that, which, some, which is something that um, we can all access if we do it healthfully and do something that actually gives us that sense of peace again. What do you do to keep yourself grounded on a daily basis? On a daily basis, lots of different things. My coffee time is about my favorite time of the day. Yeah, um, sacred. I've got my, yeah, legitimately. <laughs> um, I, I make my coffee, I got my little coffee recipe. Um, I'm big on, you know, what, what beans we're using in the V60 recipes. But yeah, after that, just sitting down and um, I guess, yeah, kind of like uh, meditating almost, just having thoughts with myself. I know what things, um, you know, make me feel refreshed. And um, even if it's just, you know, five minutes uh, a day um, or, you know, sometimes it's usually two coffees a day, that's an uh, important time. So just time to, to, be, to be still and to be able to turn inward. Yeah, literally. Stillness is such a, a beautiful word and um, way of describing that. Do you find living in Melbourne, there's lots of stimulation and you, you, you get ungrounded quite easily? Like compared to being in Taralgon where it was probably a little more free and uh, you, know, you could get about without too much distraction? Yeah, I definitely understand. Um, yeah, I can definitely... Uh, resonate with that um i'm lucky you know we talked about before uh to be i you know live close to the studley park convent and even taking my dog for like a i make it uh, at least once a week we've got a nice little 5k lap that we um that we just get to walk and uh we take no phones and we just we just enjoy that stillness because um, it can be so easy to be you know seduced by noise and being busy um, as, if, as if that's a way of like, you know, elevating our, our status. Um, yeah. But it's just not always quite the case. I think it's very easy to lose yourself to, to that. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, is- I'm so lucky to have a big, beautiful part of nature uh, quite close to my home. And that's something that I'm, um, yeah, constantly being super thankful for. If, if you were... Uh- like you know living in the city and you were surrounded by concrete consistently and all that you would feel you would feel out of balance i'm sure you know uh, coming from the bush and having greenery around you and 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 space going into a confined space uh, can be really really challenging for our mental health so and so can sitting in an office so can sitting in a truck or a tractor or whatever you know we mm. uh, we we become denatured so yeah. it's really important to, to get back to nature often so you can you know, get that balance. And that's, that's really, as humans, what we, what we need. We're meant to be out there. You know? We're not meant to be sitting behind a desk or um, uh, you know, behind a wheel or whatever for too long. It just throws us out of balance. Then we sort of look for something, a stimulant or whatever, to be able to help with that. But you know, if we can get back into nature more and more often it just helps our, our physical and mental well-being you know significantly so it was good to hear you say you do a 5k loop and you don't take the phone because most people when they do this stuff they have buds in their ears and they're distracted from the present moment mm. yeah and then you miss out on all the conversations that you can have along the way it's so lovely to talk to people having um you know my, my little pup is the best thing for that because she she goes up and says hello to everyone and then I get <laughs> yeah. to follow. Yeah, that's right. And it's amazing how the right people have come along at the right time. So, you know, if yeah. you're, you're really in, in flow, you, someone will come along and start, you know, patting your dog and talking to you and there'll be, there'll be some, some connection between you, you know. So we're getting all these things happen in our lives, you know, for a reason consistently. But if we're too much in our minds, we miss out on all that. And 
having yeah. the ability to be able to be grounded and uh, you know you've probably been on your walks and someone's come along and they've been interested in your music and all of a sudden they've started to follow you and all those sorts yeah. of things it's uh, it's amazing uh, once you sort of get out of the mind and get back into your what's called parasympathetic nervous system how other people that are in that sort of same space connect with you really easily yeah it's it's interesting that you um bring this up it was maybe only a month ago that I was just on this little walk and um you know my dog was uh checking out a street painter mm-hmm. um and just kind of led me to have a bit of a chat with him I just complimented on him on what he was doing and it it turned out that he was making a mural um for a young friend of his only 22 years old had had uh taken his own life mm-hmm. um and we just got to open up a, a really quick dialogue there is you know he was uh really struggling it had only been four or five days since he'd lost his friend and it just opened up a it was it was such a nothing conversation and i i wish it could have been more it was five minutes of my time but it was just a a way to connect as as young people on this um earth you know i imagine young young men who shared a lot of commonalities growing up um but just to connect pay homage to to his friend's life for a, for a little bit and mm. I don't know I was just there to listen a little bit and um you know comments on his artwork but yeah that was just a really a special exchange that's just it stuck with me a little bit and I hope it's okay bringing that up oh um, 100% mate absolutely and and that would have helped that man significantly you know so so yeah it's really really interesting over my journey over the last 10 years I suppose being able to, to be in that space of, um, of, of presence and just who comes along. So I always sort of use the analogy of, of taking life as if you're watching a movie. You know, mm. you just don't know what's happening and all of a sudden these people appear, you know, for the right reasons at the right time and, and that can really, uh, you know, have a profound effect on, on, on your journey in life primarily. Uh, you know, there's, there's lots of great people out there. We, we sort of always, you know, tune into the negative, which the news teaches us and, you know, the newspapers mm. and all that. But if you get back into the flow and rhythm of life, you'll find everyone out there is trying to do the same thing. They're just trying to find uh, peace and harmony within themselves, you know, at the end of the day. And, and everyone wants that. Every living being wants that out there. You've just got to watch nature and how it's evolving and flowing. And, you know, humans are trying to do the same thing. We're, we're just being denatured. So... When you're going for your walk and you're in your parasympathetic nervous system, you are back to your real self again. You know, all the noise and the worry and the fear and the doubts and all that sort of stuff sort of seem to wash away. And that's where the real clarity comes. And, yeah. And people can feel that and see that within you. So that's why these sorts of conversations evolve because people feel uh, like they can uh, be calm and, and trust you uh, through that conversation. So that, that connection is... Not by any fluke, mate. If you had been agitated when you talked to that guy, he would not have responded the way he did. So, well done. No, I'm just um, grateful that I could be, uh, you know, a tiny little spot there for that day. Um, yeah. But, yeah, just appreciate him for where he was at that day. And hopefully, yeah, he could find a little comfort in that um, conversation. Goodness knows I've had my days where I've uh, wanted to have a conversation like that with someone. Yeah, it hasn't happened. That's it, mate. But, you know, if you walked down the street and uh, you were you were feeling a bit low, I'm sure someone would come up and lift you up. And you know, I know your dog would probably do that for you, mate. But we wanted to talk uh, a little bit more about the power of music and what music mm. can actually do for our, for our mental health and our well-being. And I know you, you've just released a song. We'll talk about more of that soon. But 
uh, and and a debut a single or album. Is it a single or an album you bought out? Yeah, we've just got the single out for the moment with an um, an album to come. Yeah, um, good. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be my process for the year that I'm um, looking forward Working to doing. Mate, this is the thing. You know, this is something that's come to me. I had this conversation with um, Bob Evans or Kevin Mitchell from Jebediah about the power of music being able to really uh, you know change the way that we are feeling in our mental well being and. The words that you can weave into music can have a profound effect on someone if you, mm. you know, are really passionate and, and and speaking and singing about what you believe in. I just think that yeah. that can have such a profound effect uh, on, on, on humans and humanology at the end of the day because people can pick that up. You know, I, I pick it up through people's voices all the time, um, you know, when they are singing or, or whatever, and and that that's just an expression of yourself. Do you have any... Um, uh, any thoughts around that? Are you trying to maybe look to express yourself more through music in the future? Yeah, um, this record that I have coming out, um, I feel like it's definitely a debut record in a lot of senses where it's um, it's even as myself as an artist exploring where I want to go. It um, you know has a lot of um, in- introspective kind of like, lines of thought and it follows that um but yeah it's also setting a bit of a place for where where i might take that um a lot of these songs were actually uh written i guess in as a part of my rehabilitated like (laughs) i can't even say that word rehabilitative process in uh kind of getting past that um you know 20 to 24 year old stage where i was just trying to learn to reconnect with people Mm. Um, and so this album, whilst it comes from my own introspect, um, is, is definitely a lot more so about people. Um, I also have, you know, other songs in my back catalogue that are <laughs> about the introspective process that maybe are a little bit more negative. Um, but in light of what we've been through last, last year and the, the isolation surrounding that, I'm, um, I'm so excited to get these songs out because they're about they're about my own reconnection with people and now we're all kind of reconnecting Mm. with people um if that makes sense yeah absolutely mate and this is a a pivotal time in humanity to be able to to step up uh to be able to 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 do that and rise above the things that are out of our control in many ways so so there's nothing stopping you you know doing this and your music will be accessible to people uh you know all around australia but all throughout the world um you know just by 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 the, the the I suppose it's been we've we've been blessed with the channels that we've got and the platforms we've got to be able to get our our, our you know uh, uh, thoughts and knowledge and truths out there and you know by by yeah. using your music to be able to do that I think mate you, you're going to have a profound effect on many people uh, moving forward for sure. Yeah no thank you so much and yeah like even saying that blessed with the challenge I think there's so much that we can take away from these challenges that we're faced and. Yeah. Sometimes we need to face these things to, to grow from them and learn from them. Yeah, if you look, uh, do a bit of research, you, you may not know much about this, but this was talked about years ago as being the Aquarian Age. And that Aquarian yeah. Age is like a real foundational time for transformation of, of humanology and the way we see ourselves and, and our connection, I guess. So I'd really uh, yeah, encourage you to do a bit of research on that because that's, uh, that's playing out at the moment uh, as they predicted you know, 30 or 40 years ago, which is um, you know, quite interesting. So, mate, yeah. um, I want you to talk a bit about your debut single, uh, In Your Arms Again. 
and um, where that's sort of taken you on where you're, where you're going from here. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, the single, we got to, in between our lockdown stages for Victoria, um, we managed to escape up to Byron Bay. I think there were seven of us and we got to, to make this record. Um, Bernard Fanning and Nick Dia uh, had us in at their studio and we, we worked with, um, uh, yeah, one of their good friends, Dan, Dan Frizza, who's a, an amazing up-and-coming um, sound engineer. Um, and that was just an amazing time to connect as well. Um, you know, just our crew up there for a week, um, making music. It's a, it's a very special memory I'll, um, you know, I'll cherish for a long time to come. Um, but yeah, we've got this single coming out. Um, well, the single's out now, isn't it? Um, and we're, we're still enjoying it. We got to debut these songs at a debut gig um, for our project at the Nightcat. And that was honestly, that was incredible. That was uh, like one of my favorite shows ever. Um, I remember on the night feeling <laughs> quite exhausted about how much of an effort it was to pull together, but to, to sell out, you know, um, a show that was the, you know, the biggest headline show that I've ever done in my life. And also be at a time in like, you know, our world's history where so many people were coming back to live music mm. for the first time in over 12 months. The, the sense of connection and joy in that room was it was purposeful, it was life-giving, um, and it's in those moments where I feel refilled, even like, you know, though it's my work, I feel, feel refilled and I, yeah. I feel like it, yeah, it breathes purpose into my life. And it was so great to step onto that stage again um, and, and be able to do that. And, you know, the song, it's, you know, the first song that we've released uh, under this new name. Um, and it's amazing to see that people are picking it up. Um, I think people are enjoying it. And um, again, this, this album to come is full of lots of big smiles. And um, I hope that that's going to translate through myself, through these nights and gigs that we want to hold. This group that we have is about connecting with people from a stage. Mm. And yeah, genuinely just uh, I want to be able to connect with people in that capacity and just um yeah enjoy for a night that's where i find so much purpose in my music tell me and, um, i was gonna say mate, was there any of your family there on that night oh yeah all of my half of the half of my family plays in the in the band we've got a an eight nine piece and you know there's lots of family up on stage with me Christ. all my lots more blood family was uh you know out out in the audience um mm. And yeah, it was it was honestly incredible to to look around at this gig and see so many people that I know have followed my music for mm. for a little bit and supported me in that way. Um, and people that yeah, I still hadn't seen in in twelve months because we've been you know physically isolating from um, each other. Mm. Mm. It was just a, a real big, crazy, full circle moment. Would have been yeah, absolutely rewarding to be able to see you know people that you've. Uh spend your whole life around to be able to uh, connect with and, and just, you know, express yourself through your music in, a, in such a great way, mate. So you were, you were featured in Rolling Stone magazine too, is that right? Yeah, that was, um, that was yeah, that was a pretty surreal moment um, to have them um, pick up this song. Again, like this is my kind of debut single. We're just kicking this off, um, kicking this off the ground and, yeah, to have them come on as one of our first people 
um, to hear the track and to have them, you know, share it, put an article out, and uh, yeah, take the time to, to do that was um, was pretty a pretty special feat. Um, yeah, something that I'm yeah super pumped with. Treasure, mate. That's 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 awesome. You know, geez, at 27, you know that dark period you went through between 20 and 24 is really probably been there as a platform for your growth, you know, to be able to really value what you're doing uh, to another level. So, um, you know, I think uh, I think we're going to be all blessed with what's to come, mate. So I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing what, uh, what happens with Tim over this year and, and how your music evolves and hopefully tapping into some of the things that we sort of spoke about and getting back into that uh, that wisdom that you have within you to be able to express that through your music so that can help uh, you know transform others lives as well it's amazing like some of the stories i've heard from people that have heard some lyrics in a song and how that's actually helped their mental health and helped them got to get out of a hole and um, i just think mm. that's so so profound and so available to us all to be able to uh to look at uh these interventions to to manage ourselves a bit better so mate keep doing what you're doing i think it's it's tremendous now how can people get in hold uh, get hold of you mate like your website and so forth yeah website um the instagram seems to be a great uh platform to connect with people these days um and yeah come come winter this year we're looking to to jump on the road and get playing as many shows as we can so you know it might be might be lyrics in a song or it might be a, a conversation to show i'm um looking forward to you know these these moments um connecting with people in that capacity whether it be on the stage or um you know conversations after a gig mm. trying to you know give back in that kind of capacity yeah awesome well what's your website so it's timothy wolf.com.au yeah something like that if people type that in i'm sure they should be able to find it and instagram is the same and facebook timothy wolf yeah yeah yep. that's it yeah no that's awesome mate um well, certainly, uh, if you'd like to touch base with Tim and if you're from a regional town, uh, maybe have a look at his music, uh, have a look at his debut single In Your Arms Again, which is uh, on his Facebook page. Um, his voice is amazing. And uh, if you'd like to maybe get him up to your town or community to, to, to play, you know, touch base because um, this is a young guy I'm sure um, will help um, many lives in your region and also help... Uh, you know, create a good night and a good uh, good vibe for your community. So uh, really appreciate you being here, Tim. And, uh, mate, we've got to try and keep in touch. We should do another one of these podcasts toward the, towards the end of the year just to see our lives panned out for you. So I really appreciate it, mate. That'd be amazing, Aaron. And thank you so much for having me. It's been, um, yeah, such a pleasure. I love what you're doing and uh, your passion for it and the way you carry yourself. So I really appreciate you for having me. Good on you. I really appreciate you being here with me, mate. Thank you. There you go, guys. Timothy Wolf, what a what a awesome, inspirational young fella. Uh, really, yeah, lucky to jump on his site and check out what he's doing. I think his music's going to be really, really popular, and profound, and probably turn him into uh, a pretty much loved artist. I think uh, in the future with uh, some of the the things he's trying to do or working to do, and he's working more from his heart, which is going to be really powerful. It's. Um, a rare thing to be able to do that and if you can bring music uh, out into the world from the heart center like anything in life you're going to uh, live fulfilled and i think that's uh the journey is on so uh yeah really encourage you to to, to touch base more with tim uh, if you want to connect with me support it at backmind.com.au 
website outbackmind.com.au and any feedback uh, you have really appreciated on the podcast to make it bigger and better if there's people in your community uh, that you believe would be really good guests and inspirational guests to have on here i really encourage you to touch base with me about that and also support um, our supporting partner green nutritional so really good to use their products to get greens in your diet or anything that you're lacking because they make such a profound uh, suite of products and yeah it's changed my life that's why i sort of wanted to get them on board to get uh, their their products and, and knowledge and wisdom out there to more people in um, in country areas because i know we've all got pretty ordinary diets and a lot of us eat too much bakery food which is pretty common so all good thanks for joining me guys appreciate your support cheers <laughs>